Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. To be here and glad you're here with me. Got a big day today on the Tom Wren Show. Uh, lots of things happening, and we are going to start out where it hurts. Where it hurts. Well, it, where it hurts if you're a, a, a jerk, a woke jerk. I, I don't know if it's rather, but they seem to be jerks to me, right? Uh, maybe that's strong. Maybe I'm being harsh. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't like these people who try and shove things down your throat. And that's really what wokeism is, right? Uh, let me let me give you the inspiration for this. Let me uh, share what led me to opening with this segment. So in Summit News, we've got an article, a headline, In Rebuke to Trump, DeSantis Says Woke is an Existential Threat to Our Society. Uh, tagline, uh, to say it's not a big deal just shows you don't understand what a lot of these issues are right now. Now, let me open with this. Without getting into the Trump-DeSantis nonsense, uh, I think that's ridiculous. Trump doesn't like woke any more than DeSantis does. Neither of them like it. I get it. Um, but so I, I'm not on board with attacking Trump on this, and I'll explain that in a second. But DeSantis says, you know, woke is a form of cultural Marxism, basically a war on the truth while putting achievement behind identity politics. It's infected institutions and corrupted institutions, and uh, it's just a mess. And he's right. He's right. I completely agree with uh, Ron DeSantis on this, and I'm glad he's speaking out on it. Uh, and he's doing a, a great job of speaking out on it, and we need that. Uh, he His little beef with Trump, as Trump said on Friday, says, uh, we have school systems that don't even want to talk to the parents about the children. You talk about changing gender and things where a child has to make, can make a choice, and the child can unbelievably be unbelievably young. The country's gone sick. It's gone sick. And I don't like the term woke because I hear the term woke, woke, woke. It's like a term they use after people can't even define what it is. You look at these things like women getting competing with men uh, that were men and are men, and they're swimming and setting records and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Trump goes on and on. It, Trump doesn't like woke either. I mean, he doesn't like it either. He, he, maybe he doesn't like the word, but uh, he's I, I, obviously not for it. Neither is DeSantis. And they're both right. So uh, that story, uh, Trump DeSantis feuding aside, is uh, the impetus for this conversation. Because what I've been thinking about is, you know, we do a lot of a lot of stories on wokeism and and the decline of our culture and the tax on uh, the American culture as it is. And it, make no mistake, every country has a culture, including the United States. Uh, the problem is, is that our culture has been under attack for several decades, maybe a century more, and it's it's shifting, and not in a good way. Uh, to my mind, the shifts in our culture are really going very, very much into the toilet. I think that's intentional, uh, and I think that if you look at some of the stuff that some people like General Flynn and others have put out there on 5G warfare, things like that, if you look at the historical precedent sense by various Marxist and communist and uh, monstrous uh, institutions of the past, 
one of the things that they always do is they attack culture. They they create divisiveness. They want to. You can't destroy a country like the United States from the outside very well, but you can destroy it from within, right? Uh, we're big enough. We're powerful enough. We've got enough natural resources, enough people, enough know-how. Uh, we could build our industrial base, our agricultural base. We don't need another country. We can be totally self-sufficient on our own. But, 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 we're not. Instead, you know, we've uh, participated in the global community to an exceedingly uh, uh, mind-blowingly broad extent, I guess. And so the result is that uh, despite the fact that we're perfectly capable of standing on our own, we've opened the door to all sorts of other nations and countries and and groups uh, having influence on us. And they do. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Uh, you know, I do believe there's a lot of value in learning from the various cultures and the various experiences around the world, but uh, some of them aren't good. You know, just like uh, just like you tell your kids, right? So if you think of the countries of the world like a bunch of kids, you know, a junior high school class, well, you know, you, you want your kids hanging out with some of the kids and you don't want them hanging out with others, right? Uh, you know, I don't want my kid hanging out with China. I don't want my kid hanging out with North Korea. You know, they kill people. They steal. They lie. They slaughter. They're horrible. I don't want my kids around that. You know, stay away from those guys. They're bad guys, right? Uh, then you've got other countries that, you know, maybe they're not perfect, but they do a lot of good things. They got some fun stuff going on, some interesting things, and they, they add. So, you know, you just, if you look at it that way, you understand that, uh, the macro is very much a uh, scaled-up version of the micro. I mean, you know, right now we've got America being influenced by the other kids on the playground, and some of those kids are bad kids trying to bring us down and to, to take us into, you know, trouble and other such things. You know, China, World Economic Forum, some of these globalist powers, I mean, there's a bunch of people that are involved in this, but it's definitely happening. And how do they do that? How do you destroy a country that's built on rugged individualism, self-reliance, courage, morality, all the things that we were built on, right? Because we are, in fact, a historically Christian nation. Uh, We're based on Judeo-Christian values. And those values, along with the can-do spirit that came from our pioneering history, uh, really are what made America the greatest country in history. Well, when you're on the top, someone always wants to knock you down. That's what they're trying to do. So how do you do that, right? A country that can stand on its own two feet, that doesn't need anybody else, and that's really been built around this kind of spirit of doing right and uh, you know, being self-reliant. Well, you get rid of that spirit of doing right and you self-reliance, right? You got to kill that. You got to kill that culture. And that's what wokeism is. It's about killing that culture. It's about creating a cultural divide. And that's what it is. No matter where you look with wokeism, they do the same thing. They tell you that it's about kindness and being good and doing right, while at the same time taking steps and doing things that create division, hatred, and uh, anonymity or or, angry, not anonymity, but anger. Uh, Yeah, this is really what happens over and over again. 
so let's talk about some specific examples. Let's talk about LGBT, whatever, 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 all the, all the letters. It's stupid. Anything that's got that many letters is stupid, right? Uh, you know, I don't care. If you, you want to be gay, you're going to be gay, whatever. But th th that many letters is stupid. And also, why do you got to have pride in being gay? Should I have pride in being straight? The hell's pride about? Pride's a sin. And you know, pride because you're, you're gay? I mean, I thought you were born gay. If you're born gay, why do you take pride in it? That's like me taking pride in being born tall. I mean, what the hell is that? If it's a choice, I suppose you can take pride in making the right choice if that's what it is. But if it's a choice, well, you know, I don't know. That sounds good, right? Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about this whole thing, right? What is this? Well, you know, I'm a, I've, met some, I've got some friends that are gay and they're wonderful people. And I don't hate them. I don't have any issues with them. You do what you got to do. There's no issue with that, right? I mean, some people were made that way, in my opinion. I mean, I've met some people who you just can't tell me they weren't wired that way. And why should I hate them? Why should I treat them badly? Christ forgave sinners. He forgave the prostitutes, the tax collectors, the, all the sinners. Christ forgave. Who am I to judge? Now, I can judge actions. The Bible's quite clear about the actions. But that doesn't allow me to judge the person. I'm certainly not supposed to hate anybody, right? Big difference there. So I don't, I'm not into judging people. I'm not interested in that aspect of it. But I can judge their actions, particularly if their actions affect others. So if you're gay and you've got a gay relationship going on, that's fine, whatever. What, how does that affect me? It doesn't. Now, if you start having gay pride parades and convince my kid that it's the cool thing to do, well, then it might affect me, right? Then it might. If you start teaching my kids in school about it, that's another thing. Now, let's talk about trans. Now, trans is a bit different because whereas, you know, if you're born gay, you're not really hurting anybody. Trans inherently has an impact. Why is that? Well, if I want to wear a dress, that doesn't hurt anybody but me, although I'm going to have to explain to my kids why it is that some moron is wearing a dress when he looks like me. Uh, but... But, 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 if I start having true gender dysphoria, if I start wanting other people to believe my delusions, if I start having surgeries, well, those cost money. Those impact laws. If I want to pretend I'm a girl to the point that I want to go to a boy's restroom, or go to a girl's restroom, even though I'm a boy, well, that affects someone whose daughter might be in there right? She's got to go in there with some dude that's pretending he's a girl. Then you're affecting other people. And if you get that surgery, if you get that genital mutilation, well, you're going to have lifelong health effects. What? You're going to be a, an effective and uh, prosperous member of society? You're going to be given your part? No. You're going to be taking my tax money to pay for your Medicaid and your food stamps for the rest of your life. Because once you've done that, very rarely do you become a productive human being. So there's costs associated with it. So the transgender thing is very much distinct from the gay thing, right? Gay thing, well, you know, you, you two people want to live their life, do their thing, and you know, whatever. But trans costs society money. Trans creates lifelong health impacts. The delusions of trans create problems, right? You want to pretend you're a boy when you're not or a girl when you're not? 
How about the athletes, right? How about the women who work so hard to be female athletes and break these records, and then some dude just comes in and crushes them? That does have an impact. That discourages women from being involved in sports. Why would an actual woman want to be involved in a sport when she can never be competitive? You know? Why? Now, the left doesn't want to answer that question because they'd have to, they would have to recognize then that uh, women and men are actually different. But, you know, the reality is, is that this is going to have a terrible impact on women's sports. If I had a little girl, and I don't, um, what, do I want her to compete against some little boy? That's stupid. That's just stupid. So trans is a different animal, right? And they try and couple themselves in with the people who are gay. Um, and it's a totally different thing, right? It's a delusion versus something that, you know, well, you're... Yeah, uh, some guys like like big girls. Some guys like skinny girls. Uh, you know, I remember when I was in college and we were single, and my friends were looking. You know, they were out sniffing around hunting for girlfriends. You know, they like everybody had different taste. What did they like, right? And same for the girls. They're gonna be like, well, I, you know, I'm interested in a guy that looks this way. You know, I'm interested in a guy who, you know, is gonna be this. They're gonna do that. Everybody's got their own taste. So, you know, I can see that if you're you're wired in a way where you're just liking someone that's, you know, got the same junk. Well, I don't understand it, but I don't need to. It's fine. You do you. Uh, totally different when you're delusional. Totally different when you're a pervert who likes children, child grooming, pedophilia. Totally different animal, right? Because with child grooming and pedophilia, well, then you're going to hurt a child who's not capable of making these decisions, right? So, when we look at all this, there are distinctions, and uh, yet all of this is thrown in our face. Now, you start with things like pride. Well, we had gay pride. Why do you have to have gay pride? I don't care if you're gay. Why do you got to have pride in it? I'm not pride. There's no pride in being straight. The hell's pride about? But then you know you see the, the the people, the groomers, the pedophiles, the trans, and all these people who got legitimate mental issues. Uh, glomming onto the gay pride. Well, there shouldn't have been gay pride in the first place because there is no straight pride. Why should, should there be gay pride? Why should we celebrate your your turn-ons? I don't care about that. That's personal. It's your business, not mine. Keep it on my face. You know, don't ask, don't tell was fine for straight people, too. I don't really want to know what you are. I Generally speaking, I don't care what you are. I just don't want to know. Uh, but I can't miss it if you're, you know, hitting on a child or, uh, you know, going into the girl's bathroom when you're a boy. There should have been no pride, but it was all used to divide us because they knew that eventually they would be able to get to a point where people would be like, this is stupid. And then they were going to say, well, you're, but you're mean. You're mean. What, you can't accept me? No, I can't accept you. I, I do not accept that you're going to go into the girl's bathroom and you're a 47-year-old man. No. I don't. That's not transphobic. I have no fear. In fact, if I see you, if I had a daughter and I saw some 40-year-old man going in the bathroom after her, fear wouldn't be the issue. Jail time might be, but fear wouldn't. 
you know, this is absurd, the idea that there's fear. What it is is just an absolute recognition. This, you know, there's an old saying, folks, and, I, you know, most of you probably heard this, not the snowflakes. You and the snowflake generation, you probably not heard this. But there's an old saying, you say, uh, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Uh, you know, don't tell me that there's nothing wrong with this. Don't tell me that this isn't being done to sow division or to create problems. It's obviously being done to create problems because the idea is so stupid that no sensible person could ever justify it. Uh, much like the racism, and we're going to get into racism next, but you know, whatever this is, this woke nonsense, the culture war, it's always about creating division. Well, you hate these people because they want to pretend to be a girl and you won't accept it. You're right, I won't accept it. They're not girls. They're not boys. You are what you are. Okay, we're going to have more on the other side of the break here. But uh, for right now, go to TomRens.com. We need your support at TomRens.com. Join our Rens Warrior Program. Uh, join our Substack. Join our, just get the word out. We need people getting the word out. You can't grow the show if people aren't sharing it. We need you guys to help us get this out there so we can talk to people, get them educated. People need to be talking about this. You know, when you can't talk about something, it creates even more division. So we need to have these conversations. Help us get the word out so that happens. We'll be right back after this. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some. But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. 
introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Continuing with my uh, my cultural battle here, right? Because this whole thing is sick. It's just sick in my it's sick in the head. It's all about division. And uh, as I was saying before the break, you know, th these guys want to place it and try and uh, suggest that this is about being kind and accepting people. But it's the opposite. It's the opposite, right? Uh, accepting a person and being caring and compassionate and not hateful to the person is always good. And that's what we want to do. But accepting actions when they're bad is not okay, right? Why would you accept bad behavior? And that's really, you know, when we start talking about mental issues, especially like, you know, these quote unquote minor attracted people and, uh, you know, just perverts, or child molesters and uh, groomers and, you know, the, the, the trans crew. I mean, listen, if you tell me that you're 12 years old and you're trans, First of all, you're not. And by playing into that, where the hell are the parents? Where are the adults? When you play into that, you're setting your child up for lifelong health problems. And at 12 years old, you can't make a decision like that. You can't. And by the way, genital mutilation does not change what you are. If I, you know what, if I get in a car wreck and I lose a leg, I'm not a pogo stick. Right. I mean, I'm still just some guy with I'm just a guy with one less leg. Cutting my wiener off doesn't make me a girl. This is a guy without a wiener. Right. That that appendage or lack thereof does not define what you were born as. Your genes, your genetics, your makeup, your structure, your who you are, that doesn't change. You can't change that. You can't. And the idea, well, I feel different on the inside. Well, so what? So what? Change how you feel, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I feel different. So let me let me tell you, you know, some common sense parenting to me, right? Because I think a lot of things as a parent. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to be scared of my upstairs. Uh, we, I grew up in an old farmhouse, and going upstairs. You know, I had to go way around to the stairs, and upstairs was a long ways away. And when I was a little guy, I used to be scared to go upstairs alone. And mom and dad used to say, what are you scared of? There's nothing up there. And, uh, well, I was scared, and it didn't matter. I just felt scared, right? So, yeah, should, should mom and dad have just said, well, you never have to go upstairs again because I don't want you to be scared. You feel scared on the inside, so you should just never go upstairs again. No. They said, go face your fears. So you know what I did? One day I went upstairs and I was scared as could be and I sat there and I sat there and I sat there and I was terrified and I was still scared. And eventually I got through it and then I was no longer scared of being upstairs. When my kids were little, they used to have times that they were scared of things. You know what I did? 
I helped them to understand there was nothing to be scared of and then told them to face their fears. You know what happened? They're no longer afraid. I don't care if you feel like a boy and you're a girl or feel like a girl and they're a boy. That means that there's something wrong because you're going to cause yourself lifelong health issues, real health issues, if you do this. And by the way, the studies that suggested that the, the gender change surgery is a good thing were all garbage. They were all trash. So, you know, the reality is, is that the number of people who are legitimately transgender and the, the trans, gender reassignment will actually help with is so, so minuscule that it's mind-blowing. Now, with those people, you know, we got to have some compassion, but it's a rare thing. And we've got we've got to avoid nurturing that mental problem, right? So if you study psychology, one of the things that you'll study is uh, the whole nature versus nurture scheme. Some uh, people who study people's minds say, well, you know, you're, you're created by nature and some believe that you're created by how you nurture or how you were raised and what, you're, what happened in your life. Well, the reality is, is that most people have accepted that it's a little bit of both, right? If you're born genetic uh, with a genetic predisposition, you may lean one way, but it doesn't mean you're going to necessarily turn out that way. Now, some people are so genetically predisposed, it's hard to not end up the way that you're disposed. Uh, but, you know, most people are on the bell curve. Nature and nurture. Why would we nurture a mental health illness issue? Why would we promote trans, which is a mental health issue? Gender dysphoria is a mental health issue. I mean, there are lifelong health effects to getting your junk cut off or something added. I mean, they're major. Hormone replacement therapies for your whole life, major, major, major problems. Uh, why would we promote that? Why? There's no good reason. We would want to nurture you into being the best you that you can be, whatever that is, right? That's what we should be supporting. Because, you know, ultimately, being the best you that you can be, whatever it is, in reality, is what we need for you. That's the only way you're going to find peace or happiness is to accept yourself. Uh, you know, but now we're saying, well, you can be whatever you want to be. Well, no, you can't. No, you can't. Uh, you know, as I said, if I lose a leg, it doesn't make me a pogo stick. If I sew a tail on my butt, I'm not a dinosaur. It doesn't matter what I dress up as in costume on Halloween. I'm still me, right? Just me in a costume. So, you know, why is this being pushed then? I mean, no common sense would allow you to get to the idea that, hey, I'm a dude I don't want to be, so I'm going to have him chop off a limb, and I'm going to pretend I'm a, a girl now. That, that's, there's no sense to that. Why would we be doing that? Well, because it creates problems. This goes back to what I started to say at the beginning of the show. If you understand America and all the nations of the world as kids in a junior high school class, you'll understand that the, there's good kids and bad kids, and sometimes the bad kids want to bring the good kids down so they do nasty things. Right now, we've got China, the World Economic Forum, and others that are doing nasty things to our culture to try and bring us down. By the way, do you think they have transgender in China? I think you should look that one up, right? Uh, you know, these other countries that seem to be good with this, uh, they're, they're good pushing it here, but they're not good at home. Uh, does Russia like the whole transgender thing? Uh, I think not. Um, 
you got to understand, folks, that this is really about causing problems with our culture and our society. They don't want us to have anything that is right or wrong, because if there's no right or wrong, there's inherently going to be fights, because there is right and wrong. And when you tell people it's not right or wrong, that there is no right or wrong, the people that inherently know better are going to fight with each other. The question isn't whether there's right or wrong. The question is what's right and what's wrong, right? You know, the interesting thing about moral relativism is that the moral relativists all fail. They fail by their own admission. So the moral relativists say, well, you can't tell me that I'm not trans. That's my truth. Why can't I? Well, that's wrong. Well, then you're not a moral relativist, right? Because you just told me I'm wrong. My truth is, is that you're not trans. You're just a guy in a dress. Ooh, have you thought of that argument, folks? Have you thought of that? See, they always do what they accuse you of. They tell you that, you know, you got to you gotta be, we believe in moral relativism. No, you believe in right and wrong. You just have a screwed up view of what's right and wrong. Nobody believes in moral relativism. Moral relativism is a fallacy all from beginning to end. I don't know a single person that believes in moral relativism. Uh, if you, by the way, if you think you do, tell me when you want to argue with me that Hitler was evil. Uh, so this is about creating division and sowing divisiveness. And let's look at another angle on this, right? Let's talk about racism. I can't think of a much more repugnant thing to be than to be a racist. I mean, this is an awful thing. Why would you look at someone and be like, hey, I don't like you because the color of your skin. What the hell's wrong with you? Who does that? That's garbage. But yet, what's the first thing that they teach you in CRT? Well, you have to look at the color of someone's skin first. All things are based on the color of your skin. Well, the granddaddy of the civil rights movement, well, yeah, one of my personal heroes, Martin Luther King, he didn't like that. He said he dreamt of a day where the content of your character was how a man was judged, not the color of their skin. I can get behind that. I absolutely support judging someone based on the content of their character. But I also absolutely oppose looking at someone, making a decision about them based on the color of their skin. So why is CRT, why are they trying to teach us to judge people based on the color of their skin? Well, hey, this guy's black. Uh, systemic racism and this and that and other. You know, this guy can't, can't possibly ch succeed in life because he's black. Well, to me, when I hear that, that's the, one of the most racist things I've ever heard. What a bigot. Who, what kind of a bigot says that sort of thing? You know, when I look at, at my brother and sisters of color in this country, I see some of the, some of the people who should be the proudest people in this country. I mean, to overcome segregation and slavery and all these things, you know, you're coming from a spot of nothing and to overcome all that. The black leaders of the civil rights movement were incredible. Uh, Rosa, and I always talk about Rosa Parks and, and Dr. King because they're two of my favorites, but there were a lot of them. And, you know, these guys, they're living in a time where they truly were oppressed and they still found a way to overcome. There was no, uh, there was no affirmative action to get Martin Luther King in the position he was at. He worked his tail off. He fought for something he believed in and look at what it did. Look at what, it, what the, the results. There was no freebie get ahead. He earned it, and he deserved it. 
and he's now still honored as he should be. The idea that we can create equal outcomes is always absurd. Uh, The equal outcomes is Marxism. It's communism, but that's what this is about. Well, there's systemic racism because more black people aren't graduating from college or doing this or doing that. No, no. There were, there's a long history of problems. But the problem we have now is that the different communities have to stake, take ownership of their lives and step up. And we've got to quit enabling people to make excuses for not stepping up. Now, I'm not suggesting that one community, the black community, the brown community, or any others are more or less successful. But what I'm suggesting is, is that if you start saying that you need preferential treatment because of the color of your skin, you're a racist. And I don't, I don't support that. I'm against that. If you think that your community of people based on your color are having problems, help build it up. I don't want. I don't choose to look at it that way. I choose to look at it through the lens of the individual, not the collective, right? So, you have to look at it as a collectivist thing to get to systemic racism. Well, the black community. Well, I don't care about the black or white or yellow or red community. I don't want to hear that. I want to talk about what you as an individual are doing because we are a nation of individuals that have come together to support freedom in each other. If we start talking about what we can do with this community or that community, we've already lost the argument because we're already racist and we're already uh, moving down the path to Marxism. When we start treating an entire community differently because we want to see outcomes based on community, well, that's impossible. You can't have equal outcomes. Some people work hard, some people don't. Whether you're black, white, yellow, or red, if you don't work hard, you're not going to be successful. If you do work hard, you should be successful, regardless of the color of your skin. So treating entire communities different because you want an outcome, well, that's the basis of Marxism. You can't do that, folks. We can't do that. But that's what they're pushing. They tell us that it's a sign of of kindness and understanding. And they convince these stupid kids that go to college that somehow by being woke, they are uh, more enlightened than the rest of us. You're not more enlightened. You're an idiot. You're an idiot that's been manipulated. If you're woke, you're a woke idiot. There's no two ways about it. You can't be woke and be anything but an idiot. Because you've been manipulated into believing that these ideologies that are inherently racist, sexist, bigoted, uh, phobic, pick your thing, are somehow not. But they all are. They tell you that you shouldn't discriminate, and then the first thing they do is discriminate. Hey, CRT, this is, we got to get rid of discrimination. By the way, all black people should be treated differently. What? That's racism, folks, and it's discrimination. But you've got to look at the history. I don't want to. No, 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 no. I don't have to look at the history. America was founded on individual freedom and individual success. If you can't make it, it's because you're not working. Now, granted, there are people who come from various backgrounds and, uh, you know, they they need help. And I'm all for helping people, but not based on the color of their skin, based on their circumstance. If you live in... I don't know, say inner city Detroit, and you're in a poor neighborhood, and your mom's a crack whore and you don't have a dad, I'm all for helping that kid, right? I don't care what color the kid is. 
And how racist is it that we always look at it like the kid is one color? Isn't that racist? But that's the first thing you think of. Well, we got to help these poor inner city kids. And the first thing everybody thinks of is those kids are black. But that's not necessarily true. And we have to challenge ourselves to be better than that. See, if we really want to end racism, what you do is you quit thinking about that as a poor black kid and you start thinking about it as a poor child who came from a bad situation and you're going to help them. And I don't care what color they are. I'm going to help that kid, whatever color he or she is. That's how we get around racism. That's how we stop it. Not by saying, well, we need a program to help all black people, brown people, red people, yellow people, green people. No, no. Each one of those is racist. You want to you want to create a program to help people? I'm in. You want to tell me it's for a certain color of skin? I'm telling you, you're a racist. But that's what the other side wants. The people who are pushing wokeism are pushing for division. They want racism. They want sexism. They want bigotry and hatred. They don't want us to come together as free people. Yes, as free people, we have to have standards. We have to protect our children. We have to protect our country. But you have to understand that the people who are pushing woke are pushing it to eliminate freedom. They're enslaving the minds of our kids by convincing them that they're being kind or enlightened or this or that or the other. And then these buffoon children who are too young to know better start adopting these racist, bigoted policies. We're going to do this for black people because... Of this. Well, you know what? As soon as you tell me it's for the color of someone's skin, I'm telling you you're a racist. I don't care what color your skin is. You want me to help you eliminate poverty? I'm on. You tell me you want to do a program for one color of skin? You're a racist. And you're trying to sow division. That's what wokeism is in every single instance. Please support us. Uh, you know, you got to get this network out there. The America Allowed Network's a great network. We need our Cofix. We need our Genesis HOCL. You know what? I'm fighting. It's allergy season. I'm having terrible allergies. So I'm using my uh, my Cofix. In fact, I've got it right here. Uh, I've got some Cofix right here. Uh, using it to you know make sure that it doesn't turn into a sinus infection. Uh, I got you know if it does. We run that Genesis HOCL. Keep the germs out there. Use the out loud code at checkout. That's the out loud code at checkout to get a big discount. Check us out. Support us. We'll be right back. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Stack O Stuff segment. 
brought to you by the Tom Road Show, the Renz Rants, the Renz Podcast, and the Renz Media. Well, I guess conglomerate. I don't know what you'd call it. I've got an awful bit of a mess of a media thing going on. We do a lot of media here, uh, but we have to. Uh, it's really an important aspect of what we do, folks. Yeah, it's really interesting. As a lawyer, you wouldn't think that that would be so critical. But if you're a lawyer who's working to end corruption and to facilitate change and to fight for freedom, I got to tell you, you can't do this without media. Uh, the mainstream media is bought and paid for. I mean, they're controlled, they're owned. You can't do it otherwise. So you've got to, got to, got to do this. You've got to create your own. It's really an amazing thing. That's why I'm so grateful everybody that shares TomRens.com and shares our work, joins the Rens Warrior Program. It's such a big deal. It really is a big deal. Uh, so we've got a lot of fighting to do. But, 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 but. Headline one for Stecco Stuff from uh, Todd Starnes. I don't know Todd Starnes, but I'm guessing I'd probably get a boot out of him. Uh, Todd Starnes show. Headline, Sesame Street goes gay. It's not Bert and Ernie. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know how that's a surprise, but uh, unfortunately, it should be. But uh, Todd Starnes has this wonderful article, and apparently Sesame Street has gone straight up gay. And it's uh, not Bert and Ernie, which is good because... I mean, they had separate beds. We saw that. Uh, Elmo apparently has declared happy pride on a video posted to uh, Twitter. And uh, the, the show is calling on children to support diversity. Uh, this is just, uh, I don't know, folks. I mean, uh, this isn't a surprise, but someone says, so, so why are the producers introducing a sexual agenda to four-year-old kids because, you know, Sesame Street's targeted towards preschoolers. Well, I don't think that that's a tough one to understand. I mean, it's because they're groomers and perverts. Uh, any other questions? Uh, we, we just talked about the wokeism and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, the one thing about the wokeism is it, it takes the degenerates of society and promotes them. Well, there are perverts that you know, are grooming children, and that's exactly what this is. There's no reason to talk about sexuality to a four-year-old of any kind. Gay, straight, it doesn't matter. There's no reason to tell someone, you know, you got to be kind to the gay people or to the trans people or to the whatever people. Why? I don't even know what that is. They're four. You should be kind to everybody and leave it at that. Why do you got to introduce sex? Why do you got to introduce sex to it? You want to teach a four-year-old to be kind? That's great. Why do you got to introduce sex if you're not grooming them? Because they are grooming them, folks. You don't need to talk about sex to four-year-olds in any way, shape, or form. Anyone that's ever had a four-year-old child knows that they are by no means sexual. They are completely asexual, at least until puberty. So, you know, to do this with a four-year-old is just sick. It's just sick. It's perversion. Uh, but why would that surprise us? It's federally funded. Oh, Biden, uh, you know, they love it. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, Sesame Street is now trying to in, uh, imbue gay and trans and whatever other alphabet soup nonsense there is into your four-year-olds because 
Well, why not, right? All right. Well, not a tremendous surprise. Okay. From the Federalist. Well, we've been doing a lot of Federalists lately. Here's the single most important question 2044 GOP presidential candidates must answer. Now, the million-dollar question for 2024 contenders is how will you win the general election under the present voting system? I agree. That is a critical, critical question that I don't hear anybody talking about. Now, Trump has talked about harvesting ballots. I'm telling you as an attorney who's done a little bit of work in this that uh, he, this, the canvassing and harvesting needs to be happening now. This can't get started early enough. These voter rolls got to get cleaned up, and the canvassing can't be done without the har- or the harvesting can't be done without canvassing. So you got to clean the rolls as, as well as getting more people. Uh, but beyond that, I really haven't heard anybody talk about. It. Nobody wants to talk about the machines. Nobody wants to talk about any of this. And we have direct evidence of nonsense occurring in Arizona. Uh, we've got all the stuff that they've you know since found from 2020, but nobody's talking about it. And that's the real. That's really the the you know the big question. What are you going to do to win? And uh, whether it's DeSantis or Trump, doesn't matter. Neither of them are uh, are are really focused on this in the way that they need to be to get it done. Now, Trump, in my opinion, needs to be developing that grassroots aspect of his organization. Listen, if you're Donald Trump, people love you. You got millions and millions of people that love you. And if you say, listen, we, we need people to get out there and do this, and here's how we're going to do it, he could organize in a heartbeat and have this go. Do you know how quick he could get that done? It'd be huge. All you have to do is put his name on and say, listen, we're getting people out there. We want you to canvas and to, to, to get people registered. And here's how you do it. He could have 5 million people doing that around the country overnight. Do you know what kind of an impact that would have? And then you get the lawyers. Hey, who wants to, uh, to you know, get these to the various secretary of states and get them going on this? You get lawyers in every state. Do you know what kind of an organization this guy could have around him if he was actually working on that? But instead, his campaign team has him running around doing the exact same thing that he did in 2020. Not the way to do it, folks. If it didn't work in 2020, why is it going to work now? Now, don't tell me, well, he won in 2020. I know, but it didn't matter, did it? So we've got to do something different, don't we? Folks, we need to get steps moving. No one's talking about this. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. By the way, President Trump, I will be happy to help you figure out how to do this and to tell your team what to do. No charge. Happy to do it. Just... You know, volunteer my time. Give me a call. Uh, anyways, I don't know. I yeah, I just want to make sure that you know if you're a serious candidate on this, it's something you've got to address. You really do. And uh, you know the idea that they're just kind of ignoring it. You know nobody wants to talk about it. It isn't going to work. It isn't going to work, folks. It isn't going to work. We can win this. We can. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they actually have lawfare is now an integral part of our election system. Yeah, they are. But we're not doing it right. We're just starting. Right? We're just getting started on it. But uh, it's a scary thing. You know, uh, yeah, if we get state, le- yeah, this, this article talks about a plan to get state legislatures doing stuff. But 
uh, that's tough. That's tough. You're not going to get a whole lot of legislation passed it on a state level at this point, particularly on, on that, uh, that particular issue. So I think that the key here is going to come down to a lot of harvesting and uh, canvassing, getting the voter rolls cleaned and setting it up where if they cheat with the machines, you can't miss it. Uh, you know, show that it's indisputable and then, and then just having everything all hands on deck everywhere on election night, do everything we can to limit that cheating. I mean, there's things that can be done, but we got to get on it, folks. We got to get on it or we're going to lose this. Okay. America first legal headline. America first legal demands target corporation produce its books and records regarding its reckless LGBT political agenda and the corporation's $12 billion loss in market valuation. Okay. So America first legal is essentially setting up for a shareholder lawsuit against Target, uh, which they should win, honestly. Uh, there's no question, you know, uh, in light of what was happening with Bud Light and all these others, uh, you know, the, the environment's very, very rife with this. People don't want this, yet Target just continued doubling down on this at the expense of its stockholders. Uh, you know, the stockholders lost and Target doesn't care. Well, the law says you can't do that. Okay, so uh, America First Legal is going to sue them. Good for you, America First Legal. Uh, good for everybody involved. And I hope that they sue them and I hope that they win another $12 billion. All right. All right. Well, RFK Jr. Bobby is doing one heck of a job. Uh, talking about all the things that everybody doesn't know that he's going to talk about. Uh, I keep I keep finding myself impressed with Bobby over and over again. Uh, you know, he's really doing one hell of a job at dealing with tough issues head on. I mean, he's running as a Democrat. And he's he is handling these issues better than the Republicans. Uh, he just really is across the board. This guy is is knocking it out of the park on a lot of things. Now, you know, there's certain things that he's got me a little worried on. But the reality is, is that Bobby is doing one hell of a job. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. You know, he's just, it's something. But anyways, uh, Bobby is got a headline here in the Epoch Times. RFK Jr. says, Fox News didn't run negative vaccine stories to keep big pharma advertisers. So Bobby was on Fox and, uh, or I don't know where, where, where do you do this? I don't know. He, oh, on Twitter spaces interview with uh, Elon Musk. Uh, he says uh, that he had approached Roger Ailes, Fox News CEO in 2016 about doing a story in mercury content vaccines. And he says that Ailes said, quote, he said that any of his hosts who allowed me on TV to talk about this, that he would be forced to fire them, Kennedy recalled. And he said that 75% of his advertising revenues for the nightly news shows were at that point coming from pharma. Well, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Uh, according to Kennedy, Ailes was sympathetic to his cause, but knew that such a story would result in a call from Fox News owner Rupert Murdoch within 10 minutes. <sighs> Folks, Fox News is as crooked as CNN. Okay? 
you know, the fact that they're better than CNN does not make them a news entity. These guys, they're selling out and people are dying. And it's interesting when you hear these hosts saying, well, at least I can do some good. If I talk about the vaccines, you know, I'll get fired and then I can't do any good. No, no. If you're willing to sell your soul, I don't want you to hear your equivocations. I don't want to hear equivocations. You, you look, the, look the people in the eyes who've lost friends, family, and loved ones because of your lies and tell me that you're serving the greater good. You're not serving the greater good. You're serving your own pockets. And you guys got to live with that. You guys all know it. You Fox News hosts all know it. God bless the few of you that have had the courage to speak out and tell the truth about stuff. Most of them are gone. Ask Tucker. But, you know, Kennedy, he did a great, he's doing a great job on this. I don't know what to say. I mean, across the board, he's talking about free speech. Should be a Republican topic, but I don't hear him talking about it. Uh, You know, he's talking about democracy. Again, don't hear any Republicans talking about it. He's talking about corporations uh, and the government turning into nothing but a, a, quote, instrument of corporate power wielded against its citizens. He's right. Uh, Quote, the function of media is traditionally is supposed to be the guardians of the First Amendment. They're supposed to speak truth to power, and instead they've become propaganda vessels for the powerful, for, you know, the big military industrial complex or the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Bobby's dead on. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, You know, uh, we're living in a time in this country when there's so many Americans who feel like this whole system, the economic system, the political system are rigged against them, but also that the elections are actually rigged. I think it's really important for the Democrat Party to make itself a template for democracy, he told Laura Ingram. Why can't I get a Republican to talk like this? Why do I got to find a lifelong Democrat? Why is it that Bobby Kennedy is speaking more truth than the Republicans? What do we got with the Republicans? What are they talking about? He's focusing on ideals. I don't know. I don't know, folks. You know, I I just, I got to tell you, um, Kennedy's at 16.8%. You know, so that's actually pretty darn good. Uh, Considering what he's talking to and that he's running as a Democrat, that's pretty darn good, honestly. Uh, Kennedy's doing a hell of a job. It's because he's speaking sense. Uh, 79% of eligible voters who support Biden in 2020 said the Democrat Party should hold a televised primary debates. But Biden won't debate Kennedy. That's because Kennedy would own Biden. And I mean in a massive way. You know, I've, ta- I've had the privilege of talking to Bobby. He's a good guy. And he's smart. He would own Kennedy, uh, Biden like you can't believe. Folks, you know, it's discouraging to me uh, that that we just aren't getting anywhere on that. I just, I don't know. Uh, but but God bless you, Bobby. Keep up the work. It's good. Uh, headline, another Epoch's headline. Some sudden deaths caused by COVID-19 vaccines autopsies confirm. No kidding. Well, I'm glad you figured that one out. Uh, I mean, 
I've only been talking about that since 2021. You know, I don't know, about five minutes after the vaccines came out. Uh, quote, some sudden deaths were caused by COVID vaccines, COVID-19 vaccines, autopsies have confirmed. Well, there's a shock. There's a shock. There is a, there is a part of this article that is actually truly legitimately shocking to me, other than the fact that they actually autopsied them. I mean, it's only been two years. But uh, that, that this was actually published. There was actually a story published. Uh, it is the European Heart Journal actually published a story on uh, or an article, COVID-19 vaccination-related myocarditis, a Korean nationwide study. Uh, they actually studied it. And uh, a legitimate journal published it. Holy God, folks, can you imagine that? It's almost like there was actual media. There's almost truth that got out for a minute. God help us. I don't know. Uh, folks, join the Renz Warrior program. Uh, the economy's crashing. If you haven't bought gold, you need to go to bh-pm.com and tell them Ren sent you. Uh, you really, really, really need to do this. You need to have a bit of it on hand. Uh, the BRICS nations are reportedly going to be announcing that they're going to gold-backed currency coming up. I expect gold is going to skyrocket. If you haven't bought gold, probably ought to. Uh, so anyways, get yourself some gold. Go to bh-pm.com. Tell them Ren say you. Get yourself some MyPillow. If, you know, if you haven't bought a pillow in a while, get a new pillow. Tell them Ren sent you there, too. Basically, wherever you want to go, to TomRens.com. Click on our sponsor link. Go to all of our sponsors. Just buy a bunch of stuff. Tell them Ren sent you. It's like a donation to me. So even if you don't want their stuff, just do it. Tell me. No, I'm kidding. They've got great stuff. Support our sponsors. We'll be back soon. Have a great day.